It's a Dapper Devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. Ladies and gentlemen, we're beginning our descent into LaGuardia Airport. Please ensure that your seat back is up and your tray table's in the upright and locked position. Ian. Claire. I missed you. I missed you. I miss you every week. Every week. It's weird. I feel like we keep in touch on Twitter. Right. That's like our main... But we don't see each other. Right. Our main, like, form of contact is Twitter. Although I did call you this week, which was really funny. When I call you sometimes... Ian answered the phone like this. Hey, what's up? Is everything okay? Right. (laughs) So, yes. (laughs) Um... So, it was so funny. So um, I was at work, um, and but at the oh, same time... Oh, Ian, you don't have to answer the phone when it's you're at okay, work. It's um, okay, but like, I like to just because if someone... I don't know, maybe it's just the culture that we're in right now, but like if someone's calling me, especially like when typically like... It's someone I know and we can typically text each other. Yeah. If someone's calling me, I, like, I tend to think it's like kind of urgent. Oh, okay. So like I want to be there for that moment. Totally. Um, I guess what I was calling about was a little bit urgent. Yeah. More on that in the thing that happened this week. Hell but. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know what it is, but. Yeah, yeah, Ian's in on the joke. Yes. yes he knows yes. my secret. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian, I need your Sorry. opinion on something. Yes. Okay. So obviously you're an iced coffee guy all year round. I try to be. How do you feel about pastry and bagels in the hot season because i'll get a toasty bagel in the summer mm-hmm. and there's something comforting about that kind of food in in the cool like the cool and cold months right but i'm kind of a bagel all year round gal and i just i i'm wondering because you're an iced coffee guy mm-hmm. all year round do your other temperature foods and drinks change um well i i do get hot coffees in the winter like if it is so, like, as my friends say, brick-ass cold out. Um, <laughs> if, if it is that cold out. <laughs> what even is that? It's, um, so, like, brick is, like, the, the slang, uh, like, is the slang term for cold. Okay. Like, so one time, uh, my buddy Sketch was, it was, like, the day after Groundhog Day. And, like, it was probably 10 degrees out. And we're talking about the weather at work. And he goes, yeah, that little Ron knows what he's talking about. It's brick-ass. Mm. <laughs> yeah um so that's that's cold um okay but i will get like if it's like i will get hot coffees like i i, I i've been, i've transitioned more into like an equal so do you do hot foods in the summer i can um but when it comes to pay when it comes to pastries yes like i love a warm like melty breakfast is different than dinner right Right. just as meals they're different right like they're like at different times of the day like no but i I think to start your day off with something warm and toasty is completely mm -hmm. different than like finishing your day with something warm and toasty yeah (laughs) Um, but when it comes to bagels i don't i typically don't get them toasted what yeah like it's a new yorker like it's a new yorker thing like if you get a fresh no but that's not a new yorker thing because like let's say the most new york bagel is the everything bagel or the onion bagel you need that toasted to get the the flavor out where are you getting it from i don't know any place the bodega or an h&h or or i don't know no like a place i get like if i'm getting mine from like a zucker's or um like a brooklyn bagel like i don't need it toasted like, because it's so fluffy and, like, fresh. 
that I mean I don't know it still tastes better to me when it's toasted even from H&H or Zucker's or nah, I'm, any kosher place I, d- I typically don't take mine toasted so like I I take them like room temp and fresh so you're just eating bread it's not even toast right yeah Ian wow my opinion has changed of you so quickly listen that's that's who I've always been. Oh my god! The only time I ever had this toasted week's thing bagels, at gmail.com. The only Yeesh. time I've ever had toasted bagels was um, if my family buys bagels and we have leftovers. <laughs> like mm. growing up, um, like my dad always toasted his bagel regardless. My so if mom, you bring them home, do you toast them? It depends. Like I'll typically eat them fresh. My dad will toast his, and my mom will like scoop out like the bread parts oh. like just to make it a little less i love you honeybee but a scooped out bagel is not a bagel right um oh no no what she'll do is she won't do that because that's heatheness um yeah she'll like cut a little like she'll cut into thirds just to get a little less carbs out of it um oh. yeah, just to be a little more carb conscientious huh okay um, do not judge my mother i mean i i am <laughs> I love you, honeybee, but wow, you're missing out on the on the best parts. And then all of us will toast it like the next day when we inevitably have like six bagels left over from a baker's dozen bagels that we just got. Totally. Yeah. So different strokes for different folks on that front, but yeah. Yeah. I, gosh, I'm I'm disappointed, Ian. No, I really I, am. I'm, I, I thought you were going to shed the New York knowledge on us, and you just brought down weird Ian Brodsky opinions. <laughs> I, d- I know a lot of people who just don't toast their bagels. Yeah, but I, what do you think the ratio is of toasty people to non-toasty people? 50-50? No, no. I I think it's more like 85-15. I disagree. Oh my gosh, I'm going to take a survey Go down ahead. at as soon as I can. No, I, yeah, I, I, I grew up with a bunch of, I mean, like, I grew up with, like, Rockland and Long Island bagels, like, mm. only so many people toasted them. A lot of times it's just, like, sesame with cream cheese, out the door. Ugh. My God, it needs to be toasted because the 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 cream cheese is just going to stay cold yeah. on it if it doesn't have something kind of warming it up and like liquefying it yeah, out a little bit. Yeah, but then it's all melty. Yeah, but then you don't get the crunchy crunch of the of the crunch. I don't need it. Ian, I need the crunchy crunch. I like a soft bagel. <laughs> I like a soft, fluffy, like Ugh. fresh out the oven bagel. I can that have it so fresh warm, out but... the oven and also toasted. Nah. No, I'm good. Ah, I need the crunchy crunch. Okay, are we ready for the thing that happened this week? I guess. <laughs> you know what, Ian? You do you. And you will continue to do you. I mean, it's gotten me this far. Yeah. You haven't died yet. I haven't died yet. Well, let's cue the music. <laughs> All right, Claire, what happened to you this week? What's your thing? So, we alluded to it earlier, but Ian, I had to call him because my schedule changed suddenly on Monday when I was offered the next iteration of a show that is hopefully on its way to Broadway. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, it's called Bliss, and it is a twisted fairy tale story, and I am playing Crin- Prin- Princess Carmella. Princess Carmella. Her name is Princess <laughs> Carmella. And uh, she is a chubby, cutie, funny lady, and I'm excited to do it. Hell yeah. So I called Ian because uh, I have no idea what the rehearsal schedule is, but we had shows to record that week. Right. 
And uh, yeah, I'm excited to do it. I auditioned for the show about nine months ago. I couldn't attend the last day that they needed me for because I was going to Paris. (laughs) Right. And so uh, I found out when I got back from Paris that someone else had booked the role. And I was really disappointed because I kind of felt like even though they couldn't see me do everything, they had seen enough that, like, it felt like a good fit. Right. Like, in the final day that I was there, the director hugged me, and I Mm. kind of felt like, I don't know, it was working out well. Right. And uh, so I was disappointed when I didn't when I didn't get the job. And then, uh, you know, nine months goes by, and I was weirdly at a chorus call on Monday for Bay Street, where this <laughs> next iteration is happening. Right, it's happening at Bay Street, and I get an email from my one of my agents that uh, they were just offering me the show. That's awesome. Out of the blue. Yeah. And so now I get to play this role that I've wanted to play a really long time. And I get to help create something new. I'm not originating, but it's pretty close to what I was always hoping I would get the chance to do in origination. And uh, yeah, so if you would like to come... Please yeah. come see the next staged reading of Bliss, a new musical, Ooh. going up at Bay Street Theater in Sag Harbor, Long Island. Hell yeah. On Sunday, May 5th at 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. You now, will you be rehearsing in the city, or do you have to go out there for the... We're rehearsing in the city. The last time they rehearsed, it was at New 42. Ooh. Which... I don't know if we're going to rehearse at New 42, but honestly, like, any rehearsal would feel great right now. Right. But if it's at New 42, I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> right. Because that place is unfucking real Yeah, it's legendary. Right. Um, but even if it is in the closet of a basement of a warehouse, I will be so happy Yay. to be a part of this project Aww. because it feels really good to have been thought of, and it feels really good to make art. Um but also, like, this is – I had set some intentions and some goals for the next couple of years for myself, and this one checks a lot of boxes. Great. Um, I wanted to be part of a new project. I wanted to have the possibility to go with that project to uh, the next level of my career. Um, and, yeah, I feel like it's going to be a really great opportunity to kind of stretch my legs awesome. and uh, and get back into the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I love readings. Like, they're so too. much fun. Like, you just, like, hang out, do the thing, and go. Like, they're so quick and clean. I love them. Me too. I love, apparently, I mean, our show's about to sell out. So, like, if That's you great. are hearing this by now, it might already it might have, have been sold out. Sold out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, please email us at thisweeksthingatgmail.com <laughs> if, you, if you need tickets and hopefully I can get some. Right. Um, but I... I love the idea of people getting a tiny glimpse into what is about to be. Right. And still being, like, excited and enthusiastic and supportive of the not finished product. Right. I think that's important, too. If we don't have support along the way, then we're not going to have the motivation to finish. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm writing the show. No. The (laughs) show is written by uh, Emma Lively and Tyler Beatty. Ooh. It's directed by Cheryl Collar. It's choreographed by Josh Prince. And uh, I am... So excited. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Get that Tony uh, winning team. Yes. What, what, what? <laughs> what, what, what? 
Yeah. So uh, anyway, please come see Bliss at Bay Street in the Tidal Wave Festival. Tidal Wave. Isn't that funny? Get it, guys. Get it. Get it. Get it. Sunday, May 5th at 3 p.m. I will be there with bells on. Yeah. Actually, more like a crown on, but yeah. Even better. (laughs) Ah, Okay, so it is your turn, Ian. Okay. Cue the music. Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? So what happened to me is kind of like the reverse, but similar to what happened to you. Oh. Um, So about five months ago, I auditioned for this commercial. Okay. And um, you know it's like going to be a big fat deal when like they don't tell you what it's for. Like when this, when they sort of like the title of the commercial is just like sort of like a product not even it's just like like this just gave us a like uh, a commercial and the title was just like captain okay and like okay so you go into the audition kind of do some improv they tell you a little bit of like they don't even tell you who it's for they just tell you like this is what we want to see in this appointment you do the thing and then you may or may not hear from and then you get the hell out of there you got the hell out and you go to work um Turns out, this commercial was for one of the places I work. It was for... This commercial, I found out this week, was for Fancy Best Buy. What? Yeah. Is that not... Okay, I have so many questions. Oh my god, finish your story. So, I find this out only because I happen to attend, like, a morning meeting. We do, like, a little morning huddle. And, like, we go through a little PowerPoint, and then all of a sudden I hear basically like the premise of what this commercial i was auditioning for how like i basically hear that out of a woman's mouth and i go "Uh uh-oh and they're doing this whole thing and i'm like yep that's who i was auditioning for um this is exactly it yeah so now it's this like national tv spot which they auditioned in like november or something and the plan was to like film it in mexico or some, like, ridiculous <laughs> tropical place. Because apparently, like, when commercial companies have to, like, work over, like, the holiday season, yeah. they'll just send everybody to, like, St. Lucia, find an empty office building, film there, but they also get a working vacation. Sure. So this week I found out, like, what exactly that finished product was because I had been in for it. Oh, my goodness. And it's for the place where I work. Wow. Yeah, it's okay, wild. I have so many questions. Hit me. I for, don't know if I have answers, but well, try. Okay, so first off, like generally when you are a spokesperson or the face of something, mm-hmm. they make you go through a very rigorous process of making sure there's no conflicts of interest. Right. So like I think working at Fancy Best Buy would not be a conflict of interest, but can you imagine if you worked at Best Buy? Right. Like – then you would have gotten the job, they would have put you through the ringer, and then you wouldn't have been able to do the job. Right. So, like, it's kind of secretly convenient that it was Fancy Best Buy if it were if right. you were the right person if for the commercial. Were, exactly. But I have so many questions about that because I wonder right. all the time, like, what if Beyonce is caught drinking a Coke? You know what I mean? Right. Like, that would blow shit up. up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just mind-blowing to me because... It just is. Like, I don't even, like, I'm, clearly I'm speechless on it, but, like, <laughs> but like, like I've seen coworkers 
like Fancy Best Buy has some like publicity stuff about some of the features that we have, and like one of my coworkers is like in the ads for it. Yeah, like it's just like a photo of him like working with a customer, and I'm like, would I like would it have been a conflict of interest for me to like be working at it and in it? Yeah, I don't know. I would like to think it wouldn't be because they like they like to keep people in house doing things. Like I know so many people that go to corporate or go to like different fields in within the company but like do different things with it yeah um yeah it was crazy crazy panic there's so many breakdowns where they're like must be a real working member of the air force or like must be a real employee of mcdonald's right and like they don't well mcdonald's would never put their own name in a breakdown but right but they they'll specify like must be someone who has five years experience right. in the service industry or something must be a family with two kids one boy one girl yes and so like must be multiracial blah 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 right yeah. so that being said like it's kind of crazy that it was such a high profile project and there weren't details specified in that direction either well because it was more about like a group of people using these products than like the products okay um but but still, like, does your agent know that you work at Fancy Best Buy? Yeah, like I send them my, like I send my people my work schedule. Like I okay, like they know full well like everything I do. Yeah, and like they know like that I so work at they Fancy just, Best Buy. There was no way for them to know that it was also for Fancy no, Best Buy no, either because they don't get that information either. Like they okay. just get like Captain. Yeah, and like here you have an appointment for Captain on this day, this time for this company, like for well, this great. casting company, and like I don't even think. I feel like my roommate Morgan would know better than I would because she works on this kind of thing, but I don't even know if the casting like directors and the casting companies know what it is until further along. I think they they must have to they must because have to. they're they're also given extra information about what the aesthetic and the look are of certain right, right, companies. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, Fancy Best Buy has a very particular look and aesthetic right. and vibe, and so I think I think it's important it would be important, I think, for the casting director to know right, that's that true. that was the that's client. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Now, if it was between, you know, McDonald's and Burger King, I think the same kind of people would be in the same kinds of commercials, but right. I don't know. Like that woman who always does the Red Robin commercials. Good for her. Oh, yeah. Where <laughs> she talks about the fries. Yes. It's like Flo, you know? Yeah. She's, like, yeah, yeah she's, Flo from Progressive. Yeah. Flo from Progressive, who's from my hometown. Oh, She's from Rockland. That's so nice. Yeah. Hey, Flo from Progressive. Hey, Flo from Progressive. Ready for the quiz? Let's do the quiz. Quiz, quiz time. time! Ooh, that was... That was like 12-tone postmodern. Eh. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with mm, this week? Okay. I'm obsessed with a show called Letterkenny on Hulu. Letterkenny? Letterkenny. It is a TV show. I think Crave TV is like sort of the Canadian partner of Hulu. But um, it's their streaming service, and it is a show, a TV show about a small Canadian town with 5,000 people um, that follows, like, the, the, a group of hicks, a group of skids, and a group of hockey players. <laughs> and, um, and, like, some, like, some, like Christian uh, recurring characters and, like, the bartender and her staff. Like, and it's all about, like, how they solve their problems at the end of the day by just beating the shit out of each other. Sure. And... The writing is so smart and funny and snappy, and it is so hilarious. Like, I've never in my life have, like, 
cheered so hard against a group of city people because I'm cheering <laughs> for this group of like country hicks. Aww. And it's like super digestible. Like every season is like six or seven episodes. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I just love it. Like it just warms my heart because like you see these characters like find love and like lose love and like, yeah. And like grow and morph and change in all of like six episodes. And that's nice. It's just like brilliant writing and like, Everyone on it is so good, and like it's a cast. I don't want to say a cast of nobodies, but like it's a cast so of probably like, somebody's in Canada, right? But like it's not like I mean, Jay Baruchel is in a couple episodes, okay. but it's not like Seth Rogen and yeah. like I don't know, they're like, not and A-list Shania names. Twain. Like it's not like A list names. Shania regardless. Twain and that Seth was, Rogen would be such a TV show, right? I don't wow. know why those were the that two would be names. So bad, the two Canadian names I went to. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like, yeah, like it, it's it's so cool. Like, and I talked like I talked about um this web series that I've been developing last week, and um like I can't like I would be lying if I said like that letter Kenny didn't have some sort of like inspiration on like what I was forming. Sure, because I it is just such a good show. Like I'm just such a big fan, and um I highly recommend. Great, yeah, Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. Would you rather have your job be to reupholster furniture? Or have your job be to wash cars. Reupholster furniture. Okay. It's kind of along the lines of, like, what I've done in the past. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like that tactical kind of thing in that way. Yeah. Yeah. You can put some love into a piece of furniture. Put some love into a piece of furniture and maybe, like, make one for myself. Bring myself home a new couch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, what are you watching slash listening to? Podcasts. Um, all the, um, I'm like back into podcasts now. Um, something I haven't listened to yet that I'm planning on is um, Topher Grace now has a podcast. Really? Called Minor Adventures, which is from the Unqualified Network. Okay. Um, so I, I'm looking, I'm excited to dive into that. Um, Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer has, um, <laughs> has a guest Dulce Sloan oh. this past week, and it is... It's so raunchy, but it is so funny <laughs> because the two of them together, like, because they're already good friends. It's just so delightful. Out of control. Out of control. It's in Vancouver. So this is all to, like, Canada. a Canadian audience. Um, oh, it's a live show. It's a live show. Um, and then listening to some Sharon Jones. Um, I made a playlist for the morning, actually, um, because sometimes I wake up super early, have to get to work, and I don't want to listen to the news. Sure. So I have, like... A little playlist with like Joni Mitchell on it and of Monsters and Men and Tallest Man and Upstate and Vance Joy. So just a little like waking up playlist. Nice. Yeah. Uh, who was the last person you texted? Um, it was my friend. I think it was my friend Gianna. Hey, Gianna. Yeah, Gianna who's like she's someone I'm like, hey, what do you know about? And she like before you finish a sentence, she has like six resources for you. Yeah. So – as I'm developing this web series, like, she's been, like, a huge source of information for me with just, like, running a business. Sure. As it were. That's great. Um, yeah, and, like, she's super smart and, like, super chill and, awesome, like, awesome lady. Well, great. Yeah. Who do you want to wish well this week? Mm. Um, I'm going to wish well my parents. Hi, parents. Um, yeah. And not because of any of the bagel things, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> you have to protect them from your evil business partner. <laughs> um. Not evil, just wrong. Um, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Um, I'm kidding. I know. That was aggressive. I'm sorry. That was aggressive. Um, but I want to wish them well just because um, we've been talking on the phone a lot lately, and it's been very nice. And um, 
like last night I was kind of wound up from a bunch of work I was doing and um like I just called them to be like, "Hey, I just kind of need to unwind. Can I talk at you for a minute?" And they were like, "Yeah, of course." That's nice. Yeah, even as they were like ready to go to sleep. So, Aww. well wishes, parents. I'll hey, see you next week. Hey, and Larry. All right. All right. All right. My turn. Your turn. All right, Claire. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with creating my own weighted blanket. Okay. So how I've, so? I have four blankets on my bed, on top of my comforter, on top of my top sheet. And so when I get under it, I have six layers of like just heavy and it really is helping me sleep. It's yeah. like just, yeah, honestly, like I'm sleeping a lot better with just more weight on my body. So is that the purpose of weighted blankets is just so that like you it's supposed sleep to, better? Or? I think my understanding is that it's supposed to recreate swaddling in some way. I see. Like just the comfort okay. of having like things around you that sure. like have a, have a, to be fully covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Interesting. And so, like, the weight really does help. Like, I like something heavy on. I think it's the same reason why I like wearing a heavy dress. Like, it makes mm. you feel like you have, you're grounded. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Would you rather eat nothing but pie for dessert for the rest of your life or chocolate ice cream for the rest of your life for dessert? Pie because I can make it all different flavors. Okay, um... Blueberry pie or chocolate ice cream? Blueberry pie. Okay. Yeah. Me too, actually. I love blueberry anything. I eat a blueberry muffin like every day. I love blueberry muffins. I love blueberries. Um, what's, mini tangent, what's your, what's your verdict on, um, cranberry muffins? No. Never mind then. No. I can do a, like a cran orange something, Mm. but I need the orange peel to be stronger than the cranberry. Got it. Pool and Sherry has amazing like berry muffins. I don't Mm -hmm. know if they have blueberry, but they have like a great like mixed berry. Highly recommend. Okay. Yeah. I'll check Um, it out. uh, And question number three. Yeah. What have you been watching and listening to lately? Um, So I'm still doing my office watch through. Right Right. now I'm about in season, like the beginning of season four. So Mm -hmm. Jim and Pam have gotten together and um, Michael is trying to cure rabies. Um, that has yep. already been brought, bring awareness to the cure for rabies that yep. already exists. Cause he hit Meredith with his car. Tiny little crack in her pelvis. <laughs> fucking, I fucking love Meredith. <laughs> um, I'm also watching the bold type, which is right, back. It's back. I'm so excited about that. And, um, I finished the, the, uh, case against Adnan Syed. How was it? It was okay. You know, it was fine. I didn't learn a lot of new stuff. I heard that it was a lot like cereal. Like, um, yeah, it doesn't, basically. It doesn't, like, it doesn't bring up anything new, Yeah, Yeah, basically. It's playing a lot of the same notes, and um, I don't know, just not as effectively, because we already know that Adnan Syed was denied a new trial. So sure. it's not, I don't know, it wasn't it's that not revolutionary. Yeah. yeah, no, not at all. Um, I've been listening to Ben Platt's new album. I really Ooh. love that. It's called Grow As We uh, Go. Grow As We Go. There I thought it was go. called Sing To Me Instead. Uh, Sing To Me Instead, yeah. But the song that I that I love, that's what I oh, meant. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Uh, grow As We Go. It's hard to say. Grow, <laughs> grow as, as We Go. Grow As We Go. And you have to say it in that cadence. Yeah, Grow As We Go. Uh, so I really like that one. Yeah, it is called Sing To Me Instead. I've, yeah. And, um, oh, I have been listening to some more movie scores recently, and mm. one that I'm really into is the score for Dave and mm. uh, the movie about the man who uh, covers for the dead president or the comatose president mm. by, because he looks just like him. Okay. From 1992, starring Sigourney Weaver. And, Love Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, are you the gatekeeper? I am Gozer. And... Uh, <laughs> 
so yes, uh, that is what I'm watching and listening to. Great. Who's the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating. The last person I texted. I know. I definitely said that. A little <laughs> bit. Last person uh, was my friend John. John. He was checking in to say, "Hey, what's up?" Great. Yeah. Straightforward. Yeah, um, and I said nothing. What's up with you? Great, great, <laughs> solid response. Yeah. yeah. And finally, who would you like to wish well this week? I would like to wish well, hopefully, future first gentleman Chasten Buttigieg. I love him. I love him. <laughs> Chasten is the most fascinating person I've ever seen in my entire life. He's like the cutest thing. He's twenty nine, and he is sweet and supportive and obviously we love pete but chasten is like his own social media right. he's like winning thing. twitter yes he really is they've gained between the two of them gained you know like a million followers overnight right. i mean it's like crazy yeah um not that many you know like a hundred thousand or so um but chasten is really thoughtful and smart and he gives back and he's a teacher and he is a millennial. He is one of my peers. We're like a year and a half apart. Right. And I just want good things for him. And Aww. I really would love if we had a first gentleman. I think it's... That would be it, so I, cool. I don't care really if it's because he's married to a gay man or married to a woman. First woman president. Yeah. yeah I, I just... I think it's important to, to be optimistic about changing the cadence and the rules and the expectancies for what the first person does. Right. He made jokes about being the first man to pick out the White House China in the middle of a human rights campaign like uh, keynote speech and people that was the only quote they could pull was about him doing China because he's gay. And I mm. was just like, are you kidding me? Like he was literally joking about that. Right. And you think he's actually excited to pick out dishes. Right. It was, uh, yeah. So anyway, all of that is to say that I love the Buttigieg's and I, I love them. Hope, They're great. I hope that they go far. Me too. And I love Chaston. Love them. Yes. He's Great. an iconic queen, honey. Honey. Honey, honey, <laughs> honey bun. Cool. All right. So that is the show. That is the show. Do you have a random fact or thought? Um, yeah. I found out this morning that um, Julian Assange has been found and arrested. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I learned this week, fun fact, that the point inside a black hole where the gravitational force is so strong that nothing can ever escape again is called the event horizon. Hmm. Interesting. I made a joke on Twitter, but I no remember. one liked it. I, I just didn't. What, so can you explain that joke? Just because I don't, I don't think I understood it. Where your gravitational pull is so strong that you can never get out again. I made a joke that it was called mm, the, the fuckboy fuck plane. plane. I get it now. Yeah, see, it's funny. It is funny. I think I just had to hear it out loud. Ian. I know. That's not what Twitter's about. I know. I shouldn't have to say tweets out loud. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Next right. podcast. Well, speaking of tweeting, you can get at us at this week's thing, at this week's thing at gmail.com, this week's thing.com, hashtag this week's thing. And we're produced by Dapper Devil Productions. Yeah, at Dapper Devil Prod on Twitter, at Dapper Devil Productions on Instagram, um, DapperDevilProductions.com. Check brand, out that. Yeah, brand new website, beautiful photography. Yes. Yes. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? Check me out at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram, and at iBro... No, that's not my name. And at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. Where can people find you, Claire? I'm yawning. I'm at Womanship on Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship. 
And that is the show, honey buns. That's the show. There's no more show. Bye. That's all the show where that came from. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was, was the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week. week. Now get out. Get out of here. We don't want you. That was a Dapper Devil production, say...